Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me as always is Jeremy Bratitich. Happy Robin International Games Week. Happy Migwa. Happy Migwa 22. Migwa. It's, it's finally it's happening. Here. It's back. I cannot tell you how genuinely excited I am to look at my calendar and yeah. see no nights from tomorrow onwards where I'm not doing anything until Monday week. <laughs> Sorry, until right. Monday next week. Um, well, I got, I, got, I got news for you, Jeremy. Monday next week, you're doing the podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, and I got a thing, I got a thing on that Tuesday as well. Oh, I got so much on. I'm so excited. So much on. Um, yeah, if, if anyone that's listening to this not live, um, this will be released on the Friday that PAX begins. It's currently mm, being recorded. PAX Oz. Yes, currently being recorded on the Monday, the beginning of Melbourne International Games Week, the first day of GCAP. Um, so you will at least... Next next episode, there will be probably an episode from PAX, which will be fun. And hopefully I can yeah. just get that out that day. I have no idea if there's going to be video for it. I don't know what, I don't know what capacity that is going to happen yet. Um, but I have a booth to record a podcast on the Friday. And then next week, I will have a big... This is what I did for the first PAX in a thousand days. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a thousand years. <laughs> a thousand days makes more sense. Yes, I uh, I am not going to PAX this year. I am both not game and quite tired. Uh, so I think it's with the weekend I've had. I think it's actually quite a good decision to not book up for this coming weekend. Uh, but yeah, I will be sad to not be there. I mean, I'm glad that you are taking the the opportunity to record a podcast there with some cool people uh yeah watch out for that bonus episode uh right after you're listening to this one basically anytime between the, the start of the weekend and the end of it when the when we record the next episode on the monday um you could probably find something from us from pax from jeremy yeah i don't, I don't exactly know what i'm gonna have like i want to i want to talk to some people i want to do some interviews i'm gonna i'm gonna try and track down shuhei yoshida um, oh, you're gonna right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how I go. Um, I I promised my old housemate Tootie, um, if I if I bump into him, I need to ask him, um, if they're gonna make another ape escape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, which I don't know if I'll do or not, but you know, I think it'll be really well, funny. You could do it. You could do it in the way of like, I'm sorry, my friend made me promise to ask you this. Yeah, like, while holding a camera directly in his face. Um, I think he would. He would find that cute. Like, oh, you got to like, rather than like, Shuhei! Yeah, no. Tell like, me. Not, not as like you know, like, <laughs> hey there, Jeremy from the Weekly Scoop. I need to know the inside what? knowledge on the Ape Escape. <laughs> What's the latest on the newest release from the Ape Escape team? Yeah. Uh, um, Coming to you live from the PAX Australia show floor. Yeah. Um, I don't remember old timey newscasters having their voice break so much. Yeah, again, you're really you're really bringing in the the Morty from Rick and Morty there, pal. Um, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Only people who are here in the in the uh, in the pre-show know what you're talking about, there, yeah. Jeremy. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'll be at the Actors um, as a judge. I mean, the judging is done, but I'll be there ceremoniously as a judge, um, which was good fun. Oh, Got to do can that. You again. Wear like a cape or like a wig. <laughs> Ooh, I ceremoniously <laughs> a, a, a powdered wig that could be fun um, yeah <laughs> you you could go the extra mile 
and find out how many judges there are yeah. and buy that many wigs. <laughs> that's a lot of wigs. There's there's usually like something like 20 judges or something. Oh, that's um, a lot of wigs. Yeah, but of wigs. you would get in good with all of the judges. They, you would yes. be remembered fondly. Hon- honestly, knowing roughly, having a pretty good idea of who most of the judges are, I'm sure they would all find it pretty funny. Um, and then I'll be at Parallels. Um, Parallels free play, <laughs> which is very exciting. Yeah, Sam is just in the chat, just fucking absolutely <laughs> decimating me. Just absolutely yeah, just annihilating like, yeah, you. Just like I got completely bodied in the chat um, by Sam. Shuhei would find that cute. Oh, you have a friend. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking owned. Like, Games Week hasn't even started and I'm just getting fucking owned immediately. Um, That's so funny. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's been, yeah. it's been a very, very long time and I'm very excited to... Meet people, see people, be around games again. I don't know. Like I watched a clip. Not not you haven't too been l- gaming enough recently. Well, like it, it, it's different. There's a vibe, right? Like I was I was watching a um, I was watching a video from. Oh, there was a games convention about two months ago, and I was watching someone just vlogging from the show floor. I can't. It, it, no, I think it was Gamescom. Um, is, you sure is, it wasn't you at DreamHack? No, 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 no. Because it was like a, it was like a, an expo hall, um, and it was just people going from booth to booth. No, sorry, it was TGS. People, people, people from Australia. Right, like went three it, weeks ago. Yeah, people from Australia went over TGS, and I saw some videos that were coming out of it, and just looking at that expo expo floor, and I was like, oh, I miss looking at a game that is being showed off in front of me and being able to look to my right and see like another one that's also really exciting, but I'm like kind of like focusing on this one and I'm like, oh, but like I want, I want to go over there as well. And just like the the natural like going up to people who are showing off the games that they've made and being like, like, hello, show me the thing you made, please, because it looks really cool. And then being excited to show the thing they made. I love that. Yep. I'm so excited. It's funny thinking back to last packs in person in 2019. Like, and seeing Wayward Strand there, and um, what was the dog dating game? Uh, what uh, the, the best friends dating game? You remember that? The dog dating game. Oh. Dog dating game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, what I, was that called? I, I saw that one. Best friend forever. Yes, 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 BFF. Yeah. That game was really fun. This is where, that was fun. And Sam, that's where I got your dog pins from that are in your car. Four guys uh, had a massive booth there. Do you remember that? They had yeah, a huge it had a whole booth. a whole thing with like lines and like it was it was really big. It was right near the food too. And um, it Silk's, also looked really broken. Silk Song was there. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the Nintendo booth, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That game did that game get a? It didn't get a release. Anything did it? It just all all there was a trailer that came for it in. Around E3, that was yeah. coming to Game Pass. It's it's look. It's it said it was it was included in the games that were listed to be coming out within the next twelve months. Except it was the only one not listed in the graphic about if it would be within this year or next year. And mm. so there's a really weird like, when's it coming sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think we'll see it within the next within the within the twelve month time frame that they initially were going for. But yeah, yeah. I hope we'll see. So yeah, I'm I, Jeremy, when we did that PAX this is the last thing I'll reminisce on. When we did that PAX, we did the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Yes, yes, there was. Yes, it was Final Fantasy. All the big games. It was Final Fantasy VII remake. Doom Eternal. Iron was Man VR. Iron Man VR. Doom Eternal was there. Yeah. Um, Hitman Three was there. Um, and Just Dance was there. Uh, Just Dance was always there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Death Stranding. They were showing off Death Stranding as well because it had come out like that. It was coming out like in two weeks. Yeah. Right. Man. Yeah, because I, I remember the, the Death Stranding Collector's Edition. I took a photo of it while I was in line for Iron Man VR. Mm-hmm. Mm. I took a photo of him. You know he's crying on that main page, on the main photo of him on the yeah. cover art? Yeah, cries a lot in that game. Does he? Yeah, it's, a, it's like an allergic reaction. Like he, he uses... what, a camera? No, it's an <laughs> allergic reaction to like the... Monster fuck- energy drink? No, to like the rain or something. I don't know. It's like, it's, <laughs> that game's all right. That's so funny. All right. Let's get on with the show, everybody. We've, we've, we've waffled on enough. That's Thank exciting. you for indulging us. It is exciting. It is exciting. Look out for those episodes coming next week or this week. Oh, no, not this weekend. This coming weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Uh, otherwise, if you're not looking for our bonus episodes, you can catch us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, uh, or you can watch us on Twitch as we record the show live. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give the show a positive rating wherever you're listening to us. And if you want to join us as we record the show, sit and chat, make fun of Jeremy with Sam. Uh, we are live every Monday, 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash minimapau. Uh, we always hang out in the chat before and after and also in the middle of the break. Uh, we're always talking. We're always hanging out. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, you can also keep up with us on our other socials accounts. Uh, or by going to minimap.com.au. The other socials accounts that we have, as well as Twitch, which I just mentioned, we have Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All of those accounts, including Twitch, is uh, minimapau is the account name. You can find us there on all of those platforms. Uh, YouTube as well, although it's a little tricky to find us uh, on there. For example, uh, it's a good way to know what each episode uh, is about, because we'll post when each episode goes live. Uh, For example, last week we had a big discussion about uh double a games and what it means to be a double a game releasing in 2022 and it actually became quite a quite a broad and interwoven discussion about uh subscription services and what double a was and what the rise of indies has meant for it it was actually quite a comprehensive and engaging discussion um and I sound surprised only because I, I, was t- I was saying this to Jeremy after the show and it was like, I wasn't sold on it until we did it. And I was like, wow, we did a great job with that. I didn't know that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go us. We're, we're, we've been doing this a while. We have been doing this a while. At least 124 other times. In fact, definitely more than. Yeah. We, we might be close to 50, Jeremy. 250. 150. Because uh, there's like 20, 21, 22 uh, TP. See, oh yeah, no, it's definitely past fifty because there's like twenty-one-ish uh, uh, mini disc game club episodes. There's five now uh, pecking order episodes, and we've got bonus episodes in the feed as well for the mini map cast. We've got bonus mini map casts more than the ones we have numbered here. Hilarious that no one has told us to shut the fuck up yet. <laughs> 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 That's not true. <laughs> No, I think that is true. I, I think that is true. I think it's very funny. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, as in it's not true that no one's told us to shut the fuck up. 
I don't know. I haven't heard that. I think that the main issue is that we we don't we don't have enough people in our corner yet, Jeremy. Oh. We haven't pissed enough people off yet. You want to tell us to shut the fuck up, Kerry Wick, and they do that. <laughs> they can do that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. You can pay us to tell us to shut the fuck on. up. If you want to, in the form of a question, tell us to shut the fuck up, you could do that for five dollars. Uh, it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk, and uh, it helps us to continue to do this. Uh, like I said before, that's patreon.com slash minimapau. A plus on the segue, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model V Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, I think this is by far the longest amount of time it took for us to get to the end of the intro at the start of the show, but... That's fine. Boy, howdy, was that a tight intro. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, how do you want to start, Jeremy? Who do you want to go first? Do you want to hear about Final Fantasy X for the fourth time this month? Or do you want to talk about Dark Souls 3? Wrong way around. Doing the topic first. Oh, we are doing the topic. I knew that. I knew that. We even went. We even discussed the topic before we started the show. Didn't look at the show timings, did you, buddy? I was watching the script and I was just, I was just going. I, know. I was just going, man. The muscle memory hasn't been reset for that bit yet. That's right. We're not talking about what we're playing next. First, we're talking about the topic of the show. Uh, like I said, last week was double A games. This week, it's the start of a new segment. Jeremy, do you have anything for this or am I just going for it? <laughs> sure do. There's no audio yet, but it's just the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a video. There's a, there's a video element to this, which is just a transition. A little bit of a... Do you, so do you want to time it with me saying something or... Uh... I the button's not working. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you, you tell us, tell us about it while I, while I get this working. So we were, we were trying to come up with some new segments for the show and some new ways to kind of keep this going. And so we came up with a, a general segment idea. This is going to be the first one. We'll see how it goes. And if it goes well, we can bring this forward to other games and other topics. But this is the start of the topic called "You Can Have This One." <laughs> wow, that's so silly. <laughs> There's no fade. There's no no fade. It just cuts off. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I exported that video while we were streaming, just wow, just yep. before he, we, while we were recording. So there was not a whole lot of not a lot of, not a lot of in and out I could do with that. But but I reckon don't it's be all sorry. Right. It was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to you can you can have this one, uh, or is it that one? You can have that one. It's this you can one. have this one. You can have this, this one. one. As in, uh, oh, we've got a pretty good idea. Wouldn't it be cool if that existed? Hey, developers, you can have this one. So sort of thinking about certain properties. <laughs> How many times are you going to bring that up? Every time you say so, it. So sort of thinking about properties that could maybe appreciate a refresh, could maybe do with some sort of uh, new spin, something that we want to see if we can theory craft and sort of backseat game design our way into a little bit. Yes, yeah, some some tweaks, some some feed some, some feedback with the benefit of hindsight, um, some some what could be a potentially better product, um, also something that we might find personally exciting. Each of us, yeah, like we we don't want it to be like a like hey like we fix sort of thing, but just like a hey maybe this could have been a cool a cool thing to do, because um, we don't we don't we're not particularly fond of like hey like. The look. If you want to find people who are going to complain about a about a video game and tell you how they can make it better, there's a million YouTube videos out for that about like people who have no idea what they're talking about. Um, I'm not saying we do, but I'm saying we're coming from it from a place of love, from a place of like 
yeah, look, we really wanted this to be like a like a, a, a more engaging thing to us. Here's how, like, you know, here's an idea and you know what? Here's, here's what would have lit a fire under us. Yeah, and, you know, it, this idea is good enough, you know, you can have this one, right? Like You can you, have this one. You can have this one. Oh, it's very good. Uh, that graphic is so much more produced than any of the graphics I've made for the show. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. The, 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 the background to the, the podcast is pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And the, and the transition. You're selling your sh- yourself short, man. You've done a great job with the video content. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, so, so, this episode... We are, we are going to be talking about one of the other big games that I knew we did play there, but I forgot. One of the other big games we played at PAX 2019 in the PlayStation booth, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, when the booth kept shutting down and turning yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, like yeah. I managed to sneak in and then like the whole panel behind me turned off, which like stopped the queue again. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. that was pretty disastrous. Um, so like normally when we do a topic of the show, we'll do like last week with double A games, it was like, what does double A mean? And what do indies mean in relation to and so we don't necessarily have that for this because we don't want to pigeonhole like each other's ideas through those questions like if we've got separate ideas we want to be able to come to the show with these separate ideas and that kind of means coming without that framework but the framework we're putting around that lack of framework is that jeremy's going to come in with his idea i'm going to come in with my idea and then we're going to see if we can marry them together and make a super idea that we can then put a little bow on and the next yeah. time we see someone from uh, Crystal Dynamics, we can say <laughs> you can have this one. Yeah, yeah. It like it. Um, it it, it, it needs to be a, a collaborative thing, right? Like we wanna we wanna f- have a finished a finished idea by the end yeah. of it. Not a finished product, <laughs> by any means, but a but a cohesive uh, concept. We'll say indeed, indeed. Um, so. So what what do you got to start off with? Where 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 where's your game like where does your game begin as as a thing that you want people to 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 engage with? The So obviously it was difficult to think about this one without thinking about Marvel's Avengers from 2020. Mm-hmm. Um a game that I enjoyed probably more than most or at least a, an average amount. I enjoyed that game. I sure. finished it. I yeah. played it more than just finishing it. Not too much more, though. Um, and thinking about what that game did well, what it what it did less well. And I was also trying to not steer into the idea of the recently announced Amy Hennig Skydance Studios game, the uh, the Captain America and Black Panther World War II game that's been announced. Yeah. Of like, oh, you've got two heroes and two, like, two of the heroes' confidants who aren't superheroes, but they're... They're impressive in their own right, and you'll get to play as all four of them, and it'll trade off, and they'll have their own section. Like, like, kind, like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, I don't want to do a framework like that, but at the same time, I think I kind of steered towards that anyway. So what I did have um, here was that that something that's important if you're gonna make a game titled The Avengers, and you're not gonna have all of the previous games, like then it's not gonna be a game 
universe where the Avengers are made up of Spider-Man from Marvel's Spider-Man and Wolverine from Marvel's Wolverine and uh, Iron Iron Man from is it EA EA Motive or Volition? Uh, uh, dead. I, th- I think it's Motive. I think it's Motive. That yeah. was announced a week or two ago from yeah, EA. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if they're not going to bring in these, they're not going to do the movie thing where they get their own solo moments and solo, you know, origin stories and all of that, and then we bring them together and see what happens. If it's all going to happen in this one game, we're getting introduced to these characters here. It needs to be that each character feels distinct. Okay. Yep. I'm with we, you. We need we need to have bespoke sections for each of the characters. Like, because the, the, I think the moment you have it be that you have one encounter and you can play it with any of the characters, immediately all of the enemies need to be the same level of balanced for every character. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. And that and that ultimately, no matter there's 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 almost nothing you can do at that point once you've made that decision that can make the characters distinct enough, I think. Because to keep it balanced, the enemies have to do a similar amount of damage. You have to have a similar amount of health, you know, give or take, you know, 10-15%. Uh you need to do a similar amount of damage to everyone else. You know, you if you're buffing your your teammates or debuffing the, the the enemy, it has to be by a similar amount depending on who you're playing. So you're 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 sort of inherently limited in that way. Um, and so I want there to be different sections for each character, and probably in a scripted fashion. I would say, like, oh, this is the part of the story where I get to play as Black Widow, and that's not my choice. It's just the Black Widow section. Yeah, that, and it's that, that's good the for part this of that reason. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my genesis of of my idea. Do you want me to keep going with it? Do you reckon, or do you want to bring in yours? Oh, like I'll, I'll bring in a little bit of mine. Um, okay. Is is your game purely single player? Because I, I think I, so. I, I was thinking you can have a co op element, but okay. but um. I think a maximum of two playable characters at any moment is 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 what I was thinking. Like so, like so, we, we've actually we've we I, I might just like spitball some of mine a little bit only because uh, some yeah, of yeah. My, some of mine are, are quite diverge. Um, uh, for example, like I have I have here single player game co op optional, and I've also like I've written down here which is kind of like it's. This is, this is more of a the response to Marvel's Avengers. I've I've written here no loot. <laughs> um, is is whatever is what I've written. No here. loot. No loot. Um, no capes. Uh, one of the things that I think would be would be quite cool, and I don't know if you've played the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, Kerry. I haven't, but I know they're they're quite brawly, sort of top down. Sp- Beat 'em up action, kind of. Yeah, like th- that isn't that is, that isn't actually something I specifically want to borrow. What I want to borrow from those games is that they capture something that is quite important to the Avengers, which is that, and I think the movies are only going to start capturing at this point going forward, um, which is that one of the the most famous and recognizable things about the Avengers is that the roster that they have is quite large and is always okay. it's always rotating. Like there is, there is like the the classic Avengers, which people know, like Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, um, Hulk, Black Widow. 
Um, in in the comics, that changes all the fucking time. Like, there's people yeah. like Nova coming in. There's members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Spider-Man's in there and out there. You know, Black Panther occasionally is in there. Wolverine is quite a well-known Avenger, honestly. Um, but also, he's in and out. Just like the rest of them, he's in and out, but he's like I wouldn't say he's he. I wouldn't say he's the same amount Avenger as he is X Men, but I would say he's about a third. Um, yep. If if he's half of if he's half an X Men, he's one third um, Avenger, which is, is quite a lot of his character. Um, no, he's got a missing eighty seven, a missing thirteen percent. Yeah, that he can be <laughs> part of the fucking Canadian force, the uh, Alpha Flight or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> Uh, Captain Marvel is is a very well known Avenger. Um, like th- th- there's a lot of them, and like all the ones that we're getting now, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Moon Knight, Daredevil, they're all a part of that rotating roster of what the story needs. And the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games capture that really well. Where you have Doctor Strange, you have Ghost Rider, you have a bunch of the X Men, you have a bunch of the Fantastic Four, um, and you you build your team. Um, a lot of the mm. time and th- they've got a really great mechanic where as you build your team um, depending on the team members you can build synergies which work well as um, um, like mechanical buffs and like you know if you have all four members of the Fantastic Four in there then all those members get like a giant buff because you're sacrificing sacrificing potentially someone stronger um, you know the the Hulk who is stronger than the Thing, you might think, well, of course I want the Hulk instead of the Thing. But if you've got the other three Fantastic Four members, it's, you've got a better synergy going on there. Um, that doesn't quite work as well with the um, the single player, like, you know, like this is the, the Black Widow section. But I think mm. what they what you could do is you could have those, you can have the moments where it's like, hey, like, uh, I'm Black Widow in this section. This is like a spy mission and I need to get in here and infiltrate data and, and then, you know, Captain America can, can, can come pull me out or whatever. To be fair, they did do that in the Square Enix game. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so then what I'm saying is that I think being able to build your team in the Avengers moments, right? Um, I think you need to have, quote unquote, like Avengers levels threats multiple mm. times throughout... Um, the game oh yeah, yeah. So, that so, makes sense like i think like this is gonna sound weird like i think honestly the pacing of age of ultron while is too short for that movie the structure of that movie i think w- qu- works quite well as a game that they all what you're saying is age of ultron is a great video game <laughs> that's, i'm not saying i'm not going that far but the <laughs> you know the, the beginning of the game is this big bombastic avengers moment they're all there they're all doing their own things but they're all working together and bit then, of a tutorial, bit of an introduction, yeah, bit of a, they're already here, they already know what they're doing. They get slammed at the beginning, right? Like, they get their ass handed to them after that final fight where they're like, you know, they, they, have, they suddenly have the thing they need to avenge, right? Which at that point is what they think is vision. Um, they, they go on and, and then they, they split up a little bit, right? You know, like, uh, Thor goes to go find the Norn Stones and... and uh, uh, a bunch of them do a bunch of stuff, you know. Fucking Iron Man goes to this this, this place like the center of the internet or whatever the hell, right? Um, he goes to Oslo. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have their split up moments, but they they keep reconverging, right? And then they they, they gain more members in in the Scarlet Witch and 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 Quicksilver and Vision as well. And then War Machine shows up. Um, 
you know, having those having those moments where the entire team comes together, mm. you know, it's very it's it's very important to an Avengers game. Um, so a quick question for you then: How yeah. do those moments work in a single player environment? And it's a question I would need to answer for my game too. Yeah, so I think I think you build the team, and mm. I think you can swap characters. I think I think you will well, like a GTA Five style. Like no, no, no. Like like everyone's lot. everyone's going at the same time, and you so, can swap whenever you want. So I think they're going at the same time, and then you do combo moves. And when you do a combo move, you then take control of the other character. So you do like a giant like Iron Man throws up your Iron Man, right? You pick up an enemy and you throw him. And then Thor throws his hammer at the enemy that he's thrown up, and then Thor catches the hammer, and you continue that little section as Thor. Um, yeah, you can swap on the fly as you choose, but I think that would be a really be, be a really cool way to feel like you're you're managing a team on your own. Yeah, um, a, a pass combo. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, a a baton combo. Yes, yes, yes. I think I think that would be fun. Um, to yeah, to, that to, that would be cool. Um, to do that. And that could like recharge Iron Man's ability points, yeah, 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 skills yeah. faster while you're not using him if you trade off that way. I also think they need to feel like, like, like you mentioned, they need to feel like different characters, right? Like they need to yeah. feel like like Iron Man and Thor are not functionally similar. Like you, they need to like Thor really is this. <laughs> oh, I thought Sorry. you were gonna. I thought you were not gonna get it out for a second. Yeah, I no, was so, so did I. I was, actually, I was really worried. Um, <laughs> Thor needs to feel like Kratos that can fly. Yeah, like Hulk needs to feel like you know, like a. He needs to feel huge. He needs to feel. He needs to feel like a raid boss, right? Like, yeah. Like my, my my tip for Hulk I have here is that he doesn't have a health bar. Um, he's got like a rage bar. Like he's got like a like he doesn't. If 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 he takes too many hits, he gets so angry that he's unplayable. Um, oh, for a time being, but 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 he's he's gone. He's gone like full rage mode, and then you need that makes to. Makes sense. I like that. You need to go over and calm him down or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, for for my things that it's like um, the different characters being different. Um, I said, like, Iron Man needs to be nimble, like changing between air and land as a way to avoid avoid combat from the ground to get back up into the air. And as soon as you're in the air, you know, you're, you're dealing with other threats. You could take out two or three, but then they're coming at you again. you gotta you got to swap again, get behind people, start punching people. Like, you got to be really fast. That's part of Iron Man's, like, sort of quiet traits is how adaptable he is yeah he he is quite agile like and and he's he's got a he's got a gadget for everything right so like there, yeah. there's there's a level of of adaptability that that he has which is which is effortless usually yeah um and so we, we you know i want the player to make that effort and to need to make that effort yeah yep 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 and not just have the like Here's the here's the the Star Fox section of the iron man gameplay where yeah. you, you are flying on rails like yeah. that um, and like, yeah, Hulk needs to feel as big and heavy and strong as he is. He needs to feel large. You need yes. to feel like you are a large thing that you are controlling in a space full of things that are smaller than you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, like Widow's health needs to be low and she needs to use stealth. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it can get around enemies and, you know, take them down, um, mm. like efficiently and, and like uh, precisely. Right. 
Um, so I think it's it's fair to say that we've got a third person game here going on, right? Like we yes, like there's for me, I do. There's, you need to see the characters. Yeah, you want to see what you look like, and I want I want I want the ability to you know the the these Marvel characters. You know, the Avengers game I think does a pretty good job at having many many costumes. Um, I yep. think I think that that that's like a like every now and again I'll see a new post because usually the only post I see of that game is like, hey, we added more costumes in the movies or comics or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, like that stuff is good, but I, I want to be able to mix and match them. I want to be able to have like like my iron like my my Captain America that has got the the classic red, white, and blue. I love that look. I love the the red and white striped bit on his on his sort of like stomach area on his tummy. Um, you know, maybe from from the 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 first Avengers movie. Um, I think, I think it looks quite silly and funny and goofy in that way. Cause it looks just largely padded, but his helmet in that movie is the worst, right? He's, he's got the, his outfit in that movie is the worst. His outfit, his outfit in the movie is pretty rubbish. Um, but, but, but <laughs> the worst, like a cloth onesie. Well, the worst thing about that, about that movie, about his costume in that movie is that he's got the cowl. He's got this, this yeah. neck blue, which, in the comics, it doesn't even look like that, right? So what I would want is the stupid. I want the OG. I want the wings. I want. Of course, the, you want the wings. I want the wings, and I want the big A. Um, Jeremy, tell me, what does the A represent again? Why is the A important? America. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, but I also love, you know, I I love. Looks ridiculous. Yeah, I love the look of the Iron Man armor from the first Iron Man movie. And Endgame's Iron Man as well. I think both of those oh. are really awesome suits, mostly because I think the color scheme in Endgame was really good because he's got completely yellow along the arm and then red, like red gauntlets, basically. Um, which is nothing that we saw. We saw red shoulders for ninety percent of, of Iron Man in the movies. So I'd, I'd want to mix those together as well, right? So it's it's. Uh, being able to mix them and match them and have my own Avengers costumes and everything, I think is is something that I would really want. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. And you could make like a team cosmetic loadout, like mm, mm-hmm. like here's my Avengers team outfits. Yeah, like grouping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A and then the second grouping. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the uh, disadvantages of having to make bespoke gameplay sections and set pieces for a majority of your game is I think it lends itself to a small or a low amount of replayability, uh, similar to a last of us or an uncharted mm-hmm. where like, you know, the, the more you replay it, the, the more you start to see those tricks that felt spontaneous the first time. Like when a, when a, a hand grab for Drake, like falls away from him, it's like, Oh, that happens every time. Yep. Like, you know, it's like you, you can't It's like rewatching a movie. those sections. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing there to generate content necessarily, I don't think. I don't think that would be a, a bonus for this game to have generative content. Um But yeah, that's that that is that is a, a downside is that it, it does become a bit rote. It does become a bit uh samey if you do want to play it more than once. Sure. Do, do you do you have a do you have an answer for that? Because I, I I have one that we can workshop a little bit. Oh, if you've got one, sure. Yeah. No, so, I, I I'd only gotten as far as identifying that weakness. So so what a, what a really cool thing that the 
at least the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance did a bunch was depending on the characters that you brought to the to the missions, the dialogue would change. Um, okay. We, because it would always be one... Well, like, it wouldn't always, but it would oftentimes be one of the characters talking that that's in your team to the villain or to like a henchman or whatever. They would always... Um, if it was, say... Uh, okay, so there's a section at the very beginning of um, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance where... Uh, you bump into the Winter Soldier, um, and he's he's a villain in this one. Um, it's it's prior to him. Oh, hey, he's Bucky, working. what's up? And and what happens is like I didn't have Captain America for the mission the first time I did it, and so I had someone like like a Daredevil or a Luke Cage or like an Iron Man or something. I don't remember who it was, but they were like you know like like come on like you know you gotta like like snap out of it you know like don't don't make us hurt you sort of thing. And he does a very generic like oh yeah you try and stop me you won't blah, 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 blah. and then you fight him and you win. Um, when you have Captain America in that section, the dialogue is different. The dialogue is a lot more personal. It is like a like Bucky, like we fought together. You got to remember who I am, and he's like, I, like I'll never, like I'll never forget who you are, Captain America. You are my mortal enemy, or whatever, right? You know, it's 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 very yeah. cheesy. It's very Saturday morning cartoon, but they do that over and over and over again. If you that is cool. If you match up the certain things, additionally, um. Like the, the, and they do a good way where it's like they will have archetypes of characters as well. There's there's the intelligent cap- characters, right? There's the Professor X's and the and the Iron Mans and the Doctor Strangers, right? So that they can they can match up the same dialogue for sections when the smart guy needs to say a thing. There's a wide variety of the smart guy saying a thing for a section. So yeah. it's not going to be too out of place if if Iron Man has got the same lines as Doctor Strange because they're both you know smarties. Um, I love smarties. Yeah, right. But when you bring Deadpool into it, he takes the piss. He he is a he is a Fallout game on low intelligence ass. Like you know, <laughs> you get you get a whole different string of dialogue if you bring him into it. You know, yep. like there was a moment where like there's a shield helicarrier that's being attacked, and um, a bunch of shield agents were like put in put in like their own internal prison cells and stuff and and you go like if you're there with Nick Fury or whatever he's like like come on like come on soldiers like let's get out of here or stuff like that but if you're Deadpool he's like well don't you look fucking stupid like what the hell are you doing like how'd you get tricked into this and he's like come on just help us out and he's like you know like I'll help you out but like you gotta give me like 10 bucks so I don't tell Fury about this fucking shit that you pulled or whatever <laughs> like there's no, there's no swearing but it's it's it, they've got this like funny how would Deadpool react in the situation? Um, yeah. Which makes the team dynamic feel really great, right? Like, even if it's just every now and again, you're there with Ghost Rider and he might be referring to himself as as the Spirit of Vengeance more than like, you know, I will do it. You know, it'll be like Spirit of Vengeance will save you or something. They have that that flexibility in the dialogue that I think helps you build that moment where it's like, oh, this is my team going through here. Um, it is more work, and and you know there were a lot of clone characters in that game back then. Like that was a PS2 game. Um, yeah. But there was a lot of there was a lot of cool bespoke characters doing their own flying animations and their own little little attack animations and stuff. Like there was a lot of really cool bespoke stuff. Now, um, you probably have to have a smaller roster nowadays, just with the nature of games are bigger and take longer to make. But I think it would be a really 
welcome addition to feel like that you can go through these levels again and they will be a bit different. Not, you know, structurally they'll be the same, but the the little moments, the stuff that makes mm. an Avengers story feel fun and interesting is the characters' dynamics, right? Yeah. I think that could work in a place like that. Even if you might need to have mandatory character, you know, the plot character, and then you yeah, build the rest of the team. this is a Thor mission. Yeah. This is, this is, you know, you and Thor are going on this mission. Who's Thor going with? Hmm. So how does a bespoke, how do these bespoke characters that have bespoke mechanics, how do they fit in in this scenario for you? If you can pick and choose them and bring them in whenever you want. It's hard, right? Because I think, I think you need to structure the game around the non-optional characters. Sorry, structure the missions around the non-optional characters. So if there's a section where you've got to fly up very high and get over a wall to open a door or whatever, like a non-optional character will be a character that can fly and you design the level around that. Hmm. While the rest of them, like, you know, if you've got another flying character, you can use them, but you will at least have the minimum requirement. Yeah. Um, not yeah, have not a bad idea. Not have a, everyone can get over that wall. Yep. Option. I, I got, they did that in the Marvel's Avengers game, and I, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, well, yeah. And then when they did have it, that like, oh, only this character can open this type of door, and only this character can open this type of door. And then all of a sudden, like, your team could be made of some group of people that couldn't open certain doors. Yeah, and there was, there was no real way to know. Yeah, yeah. There was. It was. It was awkward. Yeah. Uh who the other you... thing I want to have... Yeah. Sorry, go no, on. No, no, you go. Pardon me. The other thing I want to have... I want to have an occasional Avenger versus Avenger fight. I want to... Yeah, right. And it's... Like, not always, but that can be a big set piece. Uh, you know, and if it's something to do with Thor, then it could very easily channel uh, that first boss fight from God of War with the Stranger... Like that kind of thing, you're tearing through the environment and you're you're being thrown through so much. Um, yeah. Like big set piece moments like that with mm. great, you know, good dialogue in the middle and um, stakes and stuff like that. And, and you see someone get away because they were in fighting the whole time or something like. Like, I've, I feel like it's it's been done in the movies, but like, and obviously in the comics, but like. It's that would be a really interesting way to uh make make a fight interesting. Maybe maybe they design that boss fight where you can pick a side at the start. Like you can pick whichever oh, yeah. person you want to play and it plays really differently, right? Like if you're playing from one person's perspective than the other, like because their combat's different and their their weaknesses and their strengths are different. It is it kind of like how um uh, I don't know if you played Injustice, um, but you can you can choose who you want to play in the campaign, and there's always going to be the same winner because the the campaign is a story. But mm. you get through the the like you know you can play the character that's going to lose in the story and and win the fight. Um, you know, like right. like like you'll you'll win the gameplay part of the fight, and then at the last moment something will happen. And well, I mean, the thing with, like, an Avengers versus Avengers fight, like, it's always going to be a, like, well done, you all hit each other for a bunch of time and sure. something else happened because you were distracted and now you have to put your differences aside. Kind of like, like, the ending writes itself, yeah. but it's, 
it's it's not really about that at that point, is it? It's about interesting gameplay and interesting choices. And, okay. Um, and characters and character dynamics. Yeah, right. Um, how do you see the how do you see the story? What's who's the who are the villains in this Avengers? Who are the villains? It's interesting when you said before that there should be multiple Avengers level threats throughout the game. That makes sense. It's an Avengers game. Um, but it then becomes a thing of like, oh, I don't know if it needs to be like four groups or like four different people, you know what I mean? Or like... It could be one group and you are fighting, you know, like one one League of Evil, right? And there's like a... There's a bunch of them in there. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you've got a... You've got a... Um, you got some Ultrons. You got some... Uh, I'm trying to think of like like Avengers. Like you can have a... You could have like like Kang, right? Like Kang the Conqueror was all about multiverse, all about you know time travel nonsense, and he can like he can pluck a like a, a Thanos out of one out of one multiverse, uh, like a like an Ultron Prime out of one, and a um, I don't know some other like 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 a, a, a souped up Modok or you know something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that would work. Or like, if you start going multiversal, maybe the Watchers turn on the Avengers or something like that. Yeah, right. They start funneling big big bads at them. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's because I, I would want it to hit hard still. Sure. You know, maybe they could have it be that one of. Uh, it feels so trite when I say it. I would, I would hope that someone could pull it off. But maybe you have it be that one of the core cast turns, you know? Maybe it's the Fantastic Four are bad. You know what I mean? And so there's there's a character, there's character emotional connection there between the characters, because they're histories with each other. Uh, but there's also a formidable strength and a and a unique problem to to overcome. I feel like so many villains, it's it's so much about just beating them. I think I've I think I've got it. I think I might okay. have it. So there's a story that I hope they adapt in the Marvel comics. I don't know how they're going to, considering where the pieces are in play currently. But there's a there's a there's a there's a period of time in the Marvel comics called Dark Reign, which was R E I G N or like yeah, like 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 Reign of Evil, right? Reign, Reign, um, where Reagan. Uh, there, there, there was a, there was a, there was an event called Secret Invasion, which the Skrulls invaded Earth, and over shapeshifters. Yep, shapeshifters, and uh, over the course of like in real life, like a year or so, like they 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 would kidnap and replace like basically half of the Marvel heroes, and it was this really awesome espionage. Like, who is? Who is a scroll? Who is not? How far up does it go? It's great. I really hope the show can land up. From what I've heard, it's it's looking pretty promising. Um, mm. the the winner of the, the 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 ultimate winner of that event. Spoilers for the Secret Invasion comics. It's not how going. There's not there's not how the show is going to be. Um, which you'll know what I mean the moment I say this. The the person who who takes the final blow is one Norman Osborn. Um. Who at that point was was working with his own covert team. Um, uh, 
at this point in the comics, um, Tony Stark is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, he right. failed to see this happen dramatically, and it was like a whole thing. And because of this, um, like a, a large part of it was his fault. This is coming out of the Civil War arc. This is after a lot of heroes were... Um, uh, dis- like uh, like a part of half of the Avengers were disbanded. Um, Thor, I think, is dead at this point. Um, it was like a whole thing. It was like a, like a really dramatic thing. And because it was Tony's fault that the Civil War happened, he was then in charge of. Um, uh, he was then in charge of the the part where the Skrulls invaded failed dramatically. He got the uh, the director of Shield role stripped from him. Yeah. At this point. Norman Osborn is awarded it because he is seen as a hero on national TV as he takes out the final like big bad scroll sort of thing. And it's like a big thing. The first thing he does, Norman Osborn, I don't know if you know much about him, not a good guy. Kind of a bad guy. Mm. Kind of a kind of a Green Goblin y kind of guy. Um he then replaces all of the Avengers with his own villainous Avengers um mm. in the comics called Dark Avengers, and then outlaws a bunch of them. Um and so Dark at, Avengers. Yeah, I know, right. Um so like and but like but we'll do it almost one for one. Like there's like Wolverine's like adopted son kind of thing who is basically just Wolverine, a guy named Dakin. Coyote. No, no, no. Dakin. D-A-K-E-N. Um right. he replaces Thinger, like Baron Zemo is like hanging out and there's like Bullseye joins the Avengers and stuff. Like like mm. all of these like bad dudes. Um knockoffs. Are, yeah, are suddenly the Avengers and then the real Avengers need to sort of like figure out what's going on. He then like goes, you know, mad with power and attacks new Asgard and it's this whole thing. But there was like a large period of time where like the good guys, like the Avengers weren't even like a thing that was really operating in any meaningful way. And it was like a long time that happened. I think you maybe do that. I think you do like a, like all of these characters are suddenly in charge, right? Norman Osborn is there. He's got his own Avengers and you're on the you're on the back foot. You're trying to beat him, but Norman Osborn is not. He's not Green Goblin at this point. He's just Norman, the politician, the director of Shield, a very very powerful politician. Um, and that is way harder to beat than someone who is like in a Green Goblin suit throwing pumpkin bombs. Um, yes. So yes. Ha- having and it, it it becomes a bit more personal at that point. All of these all of these knockoff Avengers are there in the spotlight, and you need to try and beat them without coming across like a villain because what you're doing is illegal yeah. um the ending of that story is really funny he goes full goblin mode and like and like tries to like invade asgard and it like it fails dramatically for him and is like it's like it's a really great story um yeah. but like it, it is very funny that the, the, in the final moment when norman like is like losing and like all the avengers just standing around him like and he's caught at that point, there's cameras everywhere, and then he turns into the Green Goblin. I was like, "Oh, okay, like this, like, this, this dude's fucked." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I do like that because that, it, it's, that could, it's that could easy... lead to a very um mm-hmm. that could lead to like the scenarios of of the of the Avengers needing to run away a lot, and it and it being like every fight being a a danger because they're they're at risk each time they're they're I, trying to do something. And and I think what it also does is is it allows you to have this this like a ton of history, like immediately injected in it, right? Like you have all of these yeah. villains who are the current good guys, and you have all of these heroes which are seen as like the baddies, 
And so yep. you need to like, like the moment they meet up, they automatically know who each other are. They're already like, hey, like fucking, like, I used to put you in jail and now look at us. And you know, like how the tables have turned, blah, 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 blah. You know, you can have that. You can have those moments where you don't need to see all of these origins. Mm. But you can have some in there if you want. But for the most part, like you can sort of pick up what these what these people are saying at each other. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's my so, that's my thing. I, I like it. I think it. I think it's good. I it, I think it's it's tricky have, with the co op. It, it is tricky with the co op. You even the plot. You can have you can have the entire time. Norman is right. Norman is paranoid. Norman knows there's this force coming from in, from from like you know intergalactic space. He can see it happening because he's got all these eyes everywhere. And the Avengers are like, we need to become the Avengers again. And then they can become the Avengers again only to find out, like, hey, guess what? Like there's a there's a there's an intergalactic force knocking on the on on Earth's door. Pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, a little destiny reference for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing I'm finding difficult to reconcile is is the the multiplayer. Yeah, it, um, it's hard, and the and the customizable team composition. But you're right; it needs to be able to be that. I think there there needs to at least be segments, even if it's like thirty percent of the game and not more than that. Of like, here's here's a team mission. Make your squad for however you want to take it this time, and it'll be what it'll be. I don't know how you balance it with characters that are meant to be distinctive and different and properly weaker and stronger than the others. Yeah, well, maybe it's like you've... Maybe it's... Okay, maybe something very exciting. Let's say, for instance, the final fight. You choose your team. You've got five slots. And, I don't know, Captain America and Iron Man are two non-negotiables. You get to choose three more. Maybe what the game hides from you is that everyone's actually going to be there. These are the ones you ah. cho- these are the ones you choose you want to play as, but they're all going to be there. They're all going to show up. They're going to have that big Avengers assemble moment. Yeah, but, no, that that's good. How do you how do you still manage the gameplay though? Because at that point, functionally, it's the same mission every time from a balance perspective. Hulk is always going to be there wrecking shop. You can right. always, you can Black always. Black Widow's re- always going to have a path that's a little like over the over their heads and around the back, and they're all going to have their moment. It's it's a hitman level at that point, right? It is a everyone is always going to do their moment. It's about where you want to be to see which parts you want to see. Yep, I yep. think it's a it's a what, what's the um who's who's the person who's like the the immersive sim um like. like person who was saying like my my dream game is just a, a replica of a city block um uh you know what i'm talking about not mark brown game mark game no, no, no 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 like 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 old old school designer i don't i don't remember Warren Spector? might have been Warren Spector. um well like yeah like his, his dream game was like yeah i would love to make a game that just replicates a city block and you get to play around mm. that sandbox um mm. you know not wide design tall design um yep. Having, having a, like a level which is like every like you know, as Sakurai says, like everybody's Everyone here. Everyone is here. Yeah. Um, having that moment, I think, would be pretty special, especially if you don't know what's coming. What if it started? The level started. You always have to start it as Thor. 
but you could do those trade-off combos, those Paton combos with whoever is nearby. You could trade off to any one of the eight people who are there or whatever. Like, no, no. So, so, if, so, so I'm, if I'm you happen thinking... to be there at that point in time where they're doing a, a finisher on an enemy, you can do the pass. You can help them out, and then uh, take over that that next character's part. Yeah, yeah. That could that could work. I think you you, you fall into the trappings of accidentally falling in a in a laneway. Yes. Accidentally yep. being like, ah, oh, like I, like I'm in. Thor section, and I I want to go to the Iron Man stuff, but the only two ones that are available to me is Hawkeye and and Ant Man, right? Like it's 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 kind of tricky to 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 do that. It it have, it'd have to be quite quite dynamic, I think, if you wanted to do that. Yeah, um, definitely. I I, th- I think there's I think there's a way to do it. Um, but you know, if Ant Man's got to shrink, like he's only going to come out around a couple of people. You'd have to like find a way to to do it. Yeah, um, no, it's a good point. It's 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 tricky. That's 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 really hard. It's hard to balance. Like sort of yeah. us coming together with different ideas was like, huh? So this is how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so. So Sam's saying like whoever you play, the play doesn't matter. Like in a way, yes, but I think it. I think it matters to you because it's ever in like. Most people, I think, that that watch an Avengers movie, they sort of have like a favorite or two, right? And they love it when their favorites having a moment. You know, mm. my favorite ha- always has been, always will be Captain America. When he's got his moments, like I love those moments. I love when he's got his Captain America TM moments in those movies. And then being able to play a giant fight and being able to say like, well, my favorite's Captain America. I'm going to put him on my team. Then being able to live through those specific Captain America moments, but then you know, like, oh, but I also really like Spider Man, and I really like a, you know, like a Daredevil. Like I can, I can then um, almost specialize an entire fight, right? Mm. When, when you when there are those giant tracking shots in the Avengers movies, when when your favorite does a cool thing, and then the camera immediately goes on, there's a little part of you that's like, oh, but I want to see what he's going to do next. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I want to, I want to see. I want to see that 120-year-old man fuck up shit with that hammer. Like, I want to see more of that. Give me more. Mm. Being able to specialize the fight to be around your favorites, I think, would be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough game. I hope someone gets to try it again. Yeah. I hope so, too. Without a destiny layer on top of it. Yeah, not have it be a games as a service. I, I want to say that I think as an industry, I hope we're moving away from that. As like a trend to aim towards. As, as a requirement for big projects. Yeah, like, oh, well, if we're going to put this much money into it, it needs to be something that can give us money each week by the bucket load for years. Yeah, like, like- I, I, I hope we are moving away. From, like, even if, you know, look, battle passes, some people don't like them, some people do. Like, I don't particularly mind them. I think they're fine. I think it gets a bit much when every game has one, but, like, I'd prefer it over loot boxes. Mm. Um, like, you know what you're getting with a battle pass at the very least. Um, if that's what it takes to get these games made, then it is what it is. But, like, how do you how do you make a game of the biggest property in the world and sort of keep it a bit... Like not not have to be a game that has to run for four years. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like how like 
the question becomes to me like, oh, you know, how much money does Uncharted make? Or did, did uh, like, how much more money would Avengers have made if they'd made a quality single player adventure? Mm. 10, 12, 15 hours. That, yeah, isn't replayable, gets traded back a lot, but sells 16 million units or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? As opposed to a middling service game. It's, it's, uh, it's hard. I, I think it's a really hard game to account for. Yeah, like, you know, I remember when, when they announced that, the, that, that Crystal Dynamics was making an Avengers game, and I remember thinking, like, like, fuck, like, it's, that's, like, no one's made an Avengers game in forever. Yeah, what does and, that look like? Yeah, right, and then I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think so if we if we pull this together I think we've got characters that feel distinct. We've got Jeremy's co-op layer on top. We can we can we can axe that if we don't feel like it it adds really that much. I think it's I think fun because me, I like co-op but like if it doesn't have it doesn't have it. Sort of deal breaker for Spider-Man. For me, I would I would want to have for, for for the characters to be balanced appropriately. I would want to have a a a, mo- a majority of missions be single player or um, narratively focused slash authored uh, levels mm-hmm. with a bit of free play missions on the side, um, and then an Avengers v Avengers fight, and also then maybe a a. A knockoff Avengers Dark Force, controlled by a more political, overarching, all-encompassing threat, rather than a a one big bad, a Modok, a uh, even even a like one Thanos. You know, like it, it's it's not Thanos and the Black Guard. It's it's the Dark Avengers and also the systems at play that are supporting them. Sure, like like. Yeah, I think that's a good part of it, which is society being turned against the Avengers as well, which, again, they did do with Crystal Dynamics, but having to run from a very a very societal threat. Yeah, a lot of the Crystal Dynamics Avengers was very much like everyone was almost, like, aside from maybe, aside from Banner and Tony, Everyone else I met was like, like excited to get everyone back together. You know, yeah. all all of these busy bees are going around these hubs that I'm walking around, and everyone is like, "Yeah, I am excited to be there." Hello, Iron Man. Blah blah blah. And I get it; they're meant to be the ones that are like in on it. Like they're the shield agents. They're the ones that are like, "Yeah, we need to, we need to get this done." But they, they there needs to be a little bit more. Um. Uh criticizing yourself right there needs mm. to be a little bit more like like you know having an avengers having a, an evil avengers be in power is the perfect like like what is making us different from being the bad guys you know like at, at what point are we the villains um it's like are we causing more destruction than, yeah, than, we're, right. than we're preventing like, like one of the best opportunities to attack the Dark Avengers team is them going to help someone or a group Maybe. of people for yeah. something and where, where compromise. The, where the comic fails, I think, in in Dark Reign is that they um 
they very rarely were not just being villains. They were just like being 100% bad. One hundred percent of the time, they were having like shady meetings, even though they were the Avengers, which was very funny. They're having they're having meetings in apartment building rooms um, yep. in the middle of the night, even though they are like the dominant force in the they're Marvel. Like chronically world. bad guys. It, it's so funny. It, it is yep. very funny. Uh, well. Everyone, that's that's our first go at you can have this one. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, you know, Marvel, if you're listening, if you like the ideas, you can have them. You yeah, can have this one. You can have this one. It's uh, it's on the house. It's um, let us know what you think of this segment, everybody. If you've got thoughts, if you listen, if you like it, if you think it could use some tightening, if you've got an idea for a structure that would go well with it, let us know. Tweet at us or uh. Or send us five bucks and tell us to shut up on Patreon. All of the options are there for you. Um, we're going to go on a break now. And then when we come back, we're going to regale you with some stories about what we've been playing this week. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've been discussing what the best original programming on disney plus is as well as knives out which is not but that's netflix original programming but that was irrespective of whether it was on netflix or not it's been a a strange time we were really just we were just talking about random stuff during the break but it was great fun it was movies. Good. yeah yeah talking about movies talking about also talking about quick time events in video games and how that sort of takes away from player agency but gets to show you something cool like a cool set piece sort of addressing something that sam had brought up uh but that's not what we're talking about now if you want to have discussions like that with us you can do that by joining us live each monday but what we're going to talk about now is what we've been playing for the week it's a weird time jeremy um i bring to you a question i bring to you a question that i asked you at the start of the show that i shouldn't have because the segment is now what do you want to do first you want to talk about like me finding old relics, or do you want to talk about Dark Souls Three? Oh, I can, I can, I can get my Dark Souls Three out of the way um, pretty quickly, and then, and then, okay. and then the, the floor is yours. Okay. Um, I started Dark Souls Three. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about I thought about the Souls games, as I've been doing so lately. Um, two, two, twofold. Thinking about the Souls games because I'm because I'm still I'm still trying to process part of my Elden Ring thoughts a little bit. Yeah. Um. Because I I I haven't I haven't beaten that game and I I don't know when I'm gonna go back. Um. I watched a video or that I sent you, you last night. Hey. Or if you want to. Like I I I do want to. I just don't know when. Um. I sent you a video last night that was really good, which was someone going through a ultra hard mod for Elden Ring. Um. And it was like just absolutely like super super cool um the i I started playing dark souls 3 um because that's the first one of the dark souls games i kind of got Mm -hmm. um and it was like the one i i didn't really know what i was doing at that point i I got up to to stuff i remembered very very quickly like way quicker than i expected to to the point where i'm like wow i thought this game was way bigger i think as i was just dying way more like i was like i was like one or two trying bosses at times um 
and it was like, oh, like, okay, this actually isn't that hard. Um, now that I know how to do it. Yeah. Um, to the point that I, I got up to a point and I got stuck, right? I didn't, I didn't quite know what I was doing. And I didn't know where to go. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to die. Because, you know, sometimes you got to die in these games to, like, progress the first time. To, like, trigger, like, a, you know, you being able to level up or whatever. Um, you, have, you, you have to do that in, in, in Bloodborne and in Sekiro. Um, and then I, like, was like, well, maybe I have to die. So I rolled off and then I died. <laughs> and, I'm like, I came yeah. back and, like, well, still don't know what to do. Um Dark Souls Three is is a sequel to one. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Whereas uh, Dark Souls Two is not a sequel to two. Um, sorry, Dark Souls Two is not a sequel to one. So like it it is it is weird now playing one and then seeing one in three. Um, it's it is a it is a cool game. Um, I don't know. It's like it's it looks really good. And it plays mm. like Dark Souls one functionally, but mm-hmm. like smoother and tighter. And so I'm kind of just genuinely enjoying it for like just for moments and like minutes. I'm just sitting going Can like, I- this feels great. This looks good. I'm having a good time. I it's don't know. New. This is a good game. <laughs> yep. It's, Let it's, me ask you this, Jeremy. Yeah. How do you feel about it in comparison to Dark Souls two? I don't love Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2 yeah. doesn't feel as good as this. But also, I didn't think Dark Souls 2 felt as good as 1. Um, yeah. I thought Dark Souls 2 just And 1 really- feels old now. 1 feels legitimately aged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, did, I, I like 3 more than I like 2 already. Yeah. Structurally, it just it feels like a like a, a game that is that has been been like uh, been worked on. Um, I'm like, well, like two felt like a new one. Like, what if we tried to do something different? Yeah, two um, is two is amazing in the ways that it wears you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the music in three is great. Like, I I really like the world that's falling apart. I think that's cool. Like, it's a really cool setting. I still don't know what the story is. It's not. It's once again, I'm playing one of these games. Going like, fucking, I don't really know what's going on. Um. And yet it's the same story as the other ones. Like I mentioned the other day, it's the same story. You're doing it again and I'll eat it up. Um, all right. All right, Doc Brown. Yeah. Um, it's the same story, Marty. I'm just kind of fucking having a, I'm just having a stroll. Yep. <laughs> I'm just having yep. a solid stroll. I'm like, I'm laughing while I'm talking about it. Um, like I, I was streaming, like I streamed the first two hours of it last night. Um, I'll probably, I might only play this game on stream because it seems like a pretty easy, like, yeah, I'll just jump in for two hours and jump out, kill a bunch of bosses. That's what I thought about Dark Souls too. Yeah, but like Dark Souls- I think Souls- you've picked the better horse. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's just fun. It's just a fun game. Yep. Favorite boss so far? I've, I've only done a handful. I really like, there's a, um, the first boss is, is, is pretty sick. Um, mm. It's like a, like a knight you pull a sword out of and then he wakes up. And, and it's like ten minutes into the game, right, or like less. Yeah, yeah, it's very early. Um, and then he turns into like a monster knight halfway through the fight, and it's like, oh yeah, like <laughs> you're good at these. You yeah. you you're good at a halfway through this changes dramatically. They didn't do that. That was sort of something they established 
a lot in Bloodborne and not so much in Dark Souls 2. And it was sort of like, hey, you know that thing we did a lot in Bloodborne? Guess what? Now we're doing it in Dark Souls. And the game, I think, is better for it. Like, you can see Bloodborne in this. Mm. Um, which you obviously couldn't too, because Bloodborne wasn't out yet. But um, there, there's there's a cool, like... There's a certain vibe that 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 three has has got, which it feels like one, but it also feels like it feels like the it feels like FromSoft, right? FromSoft has got this this aged, ragged, decrepit look and feel mm. to it. Like like things feel old in their games that broken. Yeah, like shattered, but like, but like, like deliberately so, like attacked, right? Um, whereas, like the Elden Ring, for example. Yeah, like like Elden Ring is a perfect example of that. Like, no, that, the Elden Ring. Oh right. Um, the, the but like but throughout all of Elden Ring, like there is like a a feeling of like you know the the world has been like torn up and yeah. and and left, like like this yeah. is just what it is now. This is the world that was. Yeah, whereas um Sekiro doesn't start off that way, but it gets there as well. Like it it that that world also feels attacked. They're really good at it. Um three feels like you dying. Like three is that's what that game's about, but like it feels like a world that is like that is disappearing. Yeah. Um and it's it turns out fucking <laughs> they've done it again. <laughs> the vibes, they work, they're on point. So that game's four years old now, or five years old now. Six, buddy. Fuck. Fuck. Came out in 2016. When we were at uh, when we were at AIE, uh, our friend Aaron was telling me when he was playing it, and like we'd start the day and we'd be waiting for class to start, and he'd be like, "I broke a controller last night." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, but 2016. It was funny how much the internet popped off for Dark Souls Three when it came out you know it was like oh wow no everyone's here for this moment everyone's like oh new dark souls yes yeah yeah uh yeah in a way that hadn't happened for two and it didn't immediately happen for bloodborne in the same way yeah bloodborne was still coming into like people standard to buy ps4s yeah like funhouse did like drunk first playthrough of bloodborne when it came out but like and 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 dark souls 3 but it it was like everyone picked up Dark Souls 3 when it came out, in the same way that everyone picked up Elden Ring when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's fascinating. I'm excited to hear how you think it is. I'm, uh, as always, excited to get to it myself. One day, maybe. When are you going to do it? So That's right. So my other twofold thing was the, uh, the other reason I'm playing it, apart from this is now one of the only ones that I know I'm going to finish and I haven't finished. I haven't played it in ages. Is because we've got a we've got a we've got a topic that that is that is sitting in our backlog that we'll get to at some point, which is the ranking of the FromSoft games. Ranking of the FromSoft games. That's a good point. I think my next step is to reinstall Demon Souls and finish that. Okay. Because um, I I got some of the way through it. I, I beat the Tower Knight and then I started going through the mines. Uh, that is. I know that's not that far, but like it's it was a few hours, and I want to continue on that progress. Okay. That's like a, that's like a fifth, maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. fifth of the game. Okay. You know, it's not bad. I'll talk to you about percentages in a minute. I promise you. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's my next step. Um, and then maybe after I've done that, I can get to the end of D Dark Souls 2 because I do want to finish it. <sighs> not the DLC. I'm not going to touch it. I was, And I'm getting close to the end. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, and then bloody hell, I don't know what. Dark Souls 3 or Sekiro? Blood, Bloodborne. Oh yeah, Bloodborne. There was one I was missing. Yeah, maybe um, Sekiro or Dark Souls 3 after that. Who knows? You can go through Sekiro. I'll enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Jerry, I got this is a weird segment. I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna be here very long for this this week's played games. I, um, so. I have I have not really played much this week. Uh, this week I was quite busy with work during the weeks weeks the weekdays rather. Um, chipping away at Final Fantasy X, uh, which I'll get to more detail in a bit. But on Saturday I was at my mum's house, uh, and we were cleaning out stuff uh stuff that she hasn't been using anymore but uh my brother and and his partner were there as well helping mum but what i was there for and what i was tasked with was picking up all of the crap that i left there when i moved out five years ago and didn't take it with me stuff like guitar hero controllers and drum kits and microphones and uh all of these nice little dragon statues that i got over my my young teen my older primary school years from my my dragon phase uh which let's be honest isn't really over um <laughs> but just a bunch of random stuff but it it had me you know cleaning out my mum's place bringing a bunch of stuff over uh and then cleaning out my cupboard earlier today and i just found a couple of things that i thought i might i might want to show off uh to to you to the audience that i yes. thought could be fun so first, uh, this is just a quick one, but from the from the last packs on topic, this is just a little. It's not a coaster. It's like coaster oh, shaped, but it's a little picture card. from Dead Static Drive. Uh, that game's not going to be a pack. Excited to play that whenever that comes out. That game's not going to be a pack this year. Really? Yeah, yeah. First time in a while. Game's still not out. I mean, it's a small team and all that. Like, it's, I get it. It's but. like two to three people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I also yeah. found. I also found, and I and the reason I've brought this up is because I was this. Uh, no, I'll save this actually. I'll save this because it's related to Final Fantasy. So I'll save that towards the end. Uh, this is something I've had in my cupboard for a little bit, but this is a poster I had up on my wall when I was younger. It's an old uh, Ocarina of Time poster nice. of Link, Link and Sheik fighting Stealthos and Lazelfos nice. and Moblins. Uh, it's a really cool design. I'll get it a bit closer. Um, but it's also very nineties where it's, it's a very, it's, it's a very hand-drawn design. It's almost like, like a classic fantasy drawing. Mm. Um, and then I also found this one today, another old nineties Ocarina of Time post. So this is just Link with like young Zelda in the top corner, but on the back, on the back, we have a calendar. Sorry, I've, I've just I've thrown you into the wide shot that I've got. <laughs> I see that. Hello, everybody. On the back, we have a calendar yeah. for 1999. Nice. From Nintendo Magazine System. And it's this weird thing where the weekends have like a, like a really grayed out image of some game for the N64. So there's <laughs> like Diddy Kong Racing in there and Perfect Dark and 
I don't know what else. And they also mark out the times when the next issue of the Nintendo magazine system is going to launch. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a, a, a so, little bit of marketing in there for you. Yeah, it sounds like a '90s magazine. Yeah. I think that, is this Gex? I don't think Gex was on the '64. Was was he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he was. Uh, we've got um, Shadows Shadows of the Empire. Shadow is that that N64 game where you? I think you you take down. Walkers on Hoth in that game. Uh, Mario's there. Yoshi's Story. WWE. It's a it's a it's a whole smorgasbord. So it's not it's not nothing too fancy. Um, there's also this PlayStation Three controller. It's got a big old Have dent I told in you it. A- <laughs> Pardon? It's got a big old dent in it, Carrie. Whereabouts? On the handle. On the. Oh. You're right. It does have a big old dent in it. So this is the kind of thing where when I was growing up. Uh, when I was a teenager, at my dad's place, we had some German Shepherd puppies. And they were kind of like young adults, old puppies, but they had... See where this is be- going. Very, very puppy energy. And this is the kind of thing where I was like, I went to bed late that night, just in the lounge room, left the PlayStation there. I was like, I should really put this controller somewhere, but I'm just going to leave it out. And so, yeah, there is a big dent in this, uh, this right-hand prong. But uh, more than this dent is this one. Uh, oh my god the, so the other side i came back to the lounge room that next day and i said to dad ah can i have some money to go buy a replacement controller because axel literally destroyed this one i could kind of ha- you could you can kind of hide it by just holding the left yeah prong, i didn't, it, didn't expect a, that at all it's incredibly sharp and uncomfortable because he completely mangled it, completely broke it. I've, I've got uh, a question for you, Kerry. Is this a, is this a six-axis controller or is this a DualShock 3? It's a DualShock 3. Remember remember how I didn't know what a six-axis controller was? It's because I've only had DualShock 3s. Yeah, so so what you're saying is that the, is the, the rumble feature in there functional now? Uh, you mean you mean this 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 rumble feature? This rumble it's, feature yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, there it is. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in there. Uh, no. Yeah, didn't think so. This, I, I think it turned on, but um, the D-pad doesn't work because he got right up onto the D-pad. Uh, also, the sticks are quite sticky now. They're quite They're quite uh, true to their word. Oh, I think I've broken a piece off by, by holding it. <laughs> Sam, Sam's in the chat saying that those dogs are the ones that live next to me. It's true. That's right. Those are the dogs that live next to you, Jeremy, when we were neighbours and we didn't know it. I remember those bloody dogs. <laughs> yeah. Really loud. Really so, not that well trained for a long time. So loud. So, 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 so loud. loud. All the time. All times. All, all times. <laughs> uh, Axel would also poo on my bed. He was great. And then right. the final thing I found was Ooh. something I pinched from work. Uh, and and do you ever have those? This this is a thing I'll I'll describe to you and you'll understand. But did you ever have those Tarzos? Those things where they've got the like, they've got the scratchy surface, and when you look at it in the different light, it it. I mean, it, like I've, it, I've seen it now because you held it up on the wide shot. But yeah, um, yes. Yeah, but yes. it's got that like three D thing. I want to see if it works on camera. I've just got a, a Final Fantasy it'll, ten. It, it'll it'll work. Clark, and I just wanted to see if it would warp yeah. and bend. Yeah, yeah. Is it working? Yeah, you you're going off off. I'm thing. moving it off camera. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I didn't know that worked on camera. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, this it's is by like, far the biggest one of these I've ever seen. It's like like an A five yeah, piece of paper. It, it is quite large. 
rather than like a like a disc. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's more like a or a um like a like a card, like a like a like a trading card. Oh yeah, 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 in like a like a special version of a card. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just random stuff I found. I also uh like I said, I found like my Guitar Hero controllers. I recently bought an adapter for those this last week. It turns my Wii Guitar Hero controllers into a PC controller. It adapts it to a USB plug-in, um, which I'm very excited to get. It's not here yet. But what was here was my Wii, which is where I have my Guitar Hero games. So I, I busted that out for a quick hour uh, earlier today. And I think that's the last time I'm ever going to play Guitar Hero on the Wii. Ever. 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 It was really strange and pretty bad. Uh... I don't really, I, I didn't really like it at all. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> It was, I think one of the controllers has aged much more than it let on. So it was, it was dropping a lot of inputs. Right. And okay. uh, when, when I swapped to the other guitar that was working better, uh, the Wii started chugging in a way that it, it dropped frames in a way that I've never seen it do before when I played this game. And I played a lot of these games. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, um, it'll do that. It's not good. It's it not wasn't great. great. You know what else was not great, Jeremy? My Guitar Hero skills. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They've gone. They've gone away. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, as, as someone who, who tried Guitar Hero a couple of weeks ago at DreamHack, uh, I know exactly what you mean. Yep, yep. The skills, they ain't there no more. Mm-hmm. The, the skills, what you thought were there, they're, they're not there no more. Again. I am... Um, I, I tried on expert on this maybe busted guitar and then swapped guitars and all of a sudden I was I was nailing the segments that I knew I should be nailing. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I feel a bit better about myself. But then I got to the solos and it was like, ah! Yeah. And, and screwed it up and then yep. went to hard and nearly full cleared it. Um so I'm I'm like I'm I'm right in where I thought I should be. Minus like minus like ten percent. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Once I got rid of the, the dodgy the dodgy guitar, but man, I'm so excited to never have to use that on the Wii ever again. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They're old now. We 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 were used to better. Yeah, I mean, the guitar here on the Wii looked like crap when it came out because it was going up against the PS3 and the 360. Yeah, like HD output. Yeah, like but, I've got yeah. it, I've got it on two, and I'm I'm sort of thinking like I c- I can probably find the nostalgia by playing Guitar Hero on the PS2, um, but like, oof, yeah, like I I at that point I'd get a PC version and and just cop a, a nice controller. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I that's what I think is the future of Guitar Hero going forward, and that makes sense because the games aren't being made anymore. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other thing I've got here is Final Fantasy uh 10 again um still haven't finished it but getting to more of the end game stuff following a checklist to get all of the celestial weapons all of the ultimate weapons for each of the players and what that means is you got to do something to find the weapon you got to do something to find a sigil based on a zodiac sign for it a saturn or a venus or a mars sigil and then you also need the saturn or venus or mars or whatever crest so you need three items per character to get the celestial weapon because when you get the weapon on its own it's crap you upgrade it once it's still crap you upgrade it a third time beautiful best weapon of the game and there's a whole bunch of random crap you need to do to find the weapons find the sigil and find the crest and turns out 
it involves some really, really menial, boring crap tasks. I, um, like actually legitimately bad game design tasks. Yeah. Right. Have you heard of the, have you heard of the lightning strike, uh, achievement slash challenge slash mini, mini game in Final Fantasy X? Nope. I, I so have not heard of almost anything about Final Fantasy X. <laughs> All right, well, let me tell you about some of the worst parts. Are you okay. ready? Yeah, sure. So there's this area called the Thunder Plains. And it's a pretty cool area in the game. And one of your party members is like, do we have to go out there? I'm scared of lightning. You do. It's whatever. Uh, if you're walking on the path, you're not too likely to be struck by lightning. If you're, and there are these lightning rod towers that sort of absorb lightning shocks as you go past. So you sort of run between the towers across the path. But if you go off the path... Your screen will flash white every now and then, and you have the option to press the action button, to press X, to either dodge out of the way or miss the prompt and get struck by lightning. Right. And get knocked back a little bit. Uh, to get one of the crests or sigils, one of the upgrade things for the weapons, you need to dodge 200 lightning bolts. Okay. In a row, consecutively. And the, the window on these things is really not that long. I'm f I've been following a guide, right? And this guide was like, one of the key things to remember with the, the lightning dodger achievement is that you've actually got longer than you think you do. It's about a second. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fucked off false. It's just not right. It is yeah. incorrect. It's, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why this person thought that. There's actually a, a trick you could do where right next to one of the lightning poles, there's like a crater in the ground, just like just outside of the range of the lightning pole. And if you go from the, the pole to the crater, you will, you will instantly trigger a, a lightning strike. And that's the only replicatable way to do it. Otherwise, it's completely random and really easy to miss because you, your mind starts to wonder, oh, you're struck by lightning. Your, your streak is over. I couldn't get, get it above five the other time I, I did it just trying to do it normally and so so began the 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 task of waiting for lightning to strike this spot and hitting the button too early and losing my my count and then hitting hitting the button too late because i was stopped paying attention because i was up to like 76 or something wiped i did do it today i got to 200 it took me about 40 minutes because a, a common theme with these mini games is that the one of the common top recommended suggestions and tips for them is to make sure you're taking breaks every 10 <laughs> to 20 minutes because you're going to get frustrated and there's going to be nothing you can do to stop you from losing and so you need to take breaks to make sure you refill your patience like it's a common oh, thread with dear. all of these games dear idea I'm watching them and I'm like, I'm trying to be here, be here. And I'm like, I am, I can see how these are designed. And I'm watching them and I'm like, you just could have easily made it so much less awful. Yeah, like, right. this is only like an end game thing because it's designed poorly. Not because it's difficult or a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge because it sucks. It's just bad. Yeah, right. Like, even if you just had it be that you had to dodge 200 lightning bolts, even that's onerous enough let alone doing it consecutively. Like, good God, it's awful. There, there's another minigame that I had to do, right? 
And it was one I'd done previously. It When you do it previously, you had to get under the... It's a chocobo race, basically. Okay. And you start off from this point across this big field called the, the Calm Lands. It's this big plain. Uh, lots of grass. It's a grassy field. And you start on this cliff near the entrance and you go all the way to the exit of the field. It takes about 35 to 45 seconds on chocobo back. There are balloons on the field and they knock three seconds off your time. And then when you get to the big open field, there are these seagulls that come at you. Come at you both. And when you get hit by a seagull, that takes three seconds. That gives you three seconds on your time. Right. But it also stops you in your tracks. So it's more like it, it adds five seconds to your time. Okay. These motherfucking birds, these heat-seeking missiles. Yeah. Oh, and the, the balloons are randomly placed. Oh, yeah, so, n- naturally. So the way to uh, beat this in the first place is to get under the, like, because you're racing the, the other trainer, is to get under the trainer's time of, like, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it takes 45 seconds to get there. So what that means is you need to take off more time than you gain by getting more balloons than you hit birds and by also not taking too long. Right. So that was hard enough. And I did that when I got to that area the first time. To get the upgrade material for this celestial weapon, you need to get the time to zero. Right. You need to completely eliminate the amount of time it takes for you to get there by getting so many balloons that it, that it completely negates all the time it took for you to get there. Yeah, right. The problem is these birds are so... They come out of nowhere. Like, they come like... They, like, fade in from the top of the screen and they're really fast. And if you're in the wrong spot, they will combo you, like, sort of four or five times until you're out of an area because you're just in the wrong spot. You're in their spawn zone. And you don't know where that is unless you find out the wrong way. Yeah, right. So then it becomes, oh, I could find out the areas where these birds won't uh, immediately fuck me. And it's on kind of the right-hand side of the screen. But guess what? The balloons are, are randomly generated. And half the time, they're not over there. So I can't get enough balloons over this side of the screen. Or I can go over there and just get pummeled by seagulls. And I'm, I'm looking at the design of this thing, right? I'm, oh, and the other thing. There are invisible boundaries along the course. And if your chocobo hits those boundaries, it immediately turns you 90 degrees and takes control away from you. Nice. So if you're trying to, like, avoid a bird and you're against this boundary, all of a sudden you're, you're fighting it. You're steering left to get away from it. And it's like, no, hard right, <laughs> left, hard right, hard right, hard right. And you, you just can't control this thing. This and sounds- the boundaries are invisible, so you don't know where you can or can't turn. This all sounds really good. It's horrendous, Jeremy. The only thing that got me through it was the brand new Snarky Puppy album. I just put my <laughs> headphones on, I muted the game, and I just grooved out until I did it yeah, last right. night. And I'm looking at, again, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I can kind of see the design of this. So they send two birds at me and two birds at the trainer. And so you can kind of game it a little bit, or it's like, oh, the bird's coming for me. If I get it to hit the trainer, that's bad for the trainer. But also, it makes the other bird despawn and gives me more leeway to, to hit some balloons before my next two birds come for me. Right. But it's all bullshit, because the balloons are random. Their spawn is random. If you're in the wrong spot at the wrong time, you can get comboed into oblivion. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's yeah. actively bad. That ain't and, good. And I just thank God that there are guides and videos for this stuff. You know, like this game came out before walkthrough videos. There were walkthroughs, but 
Yeah, they used like, to be on. They used to be on disc at that point. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the time where when you looked up a game FAQ, you printed the whole thing out so yeah. you could sit down with it. At your, and, and you I literally to- found when I was cleaning out some of my stuff, I found the time trial times for Mario Kart Wii, and I showed it to my brother. I was like, "Check this out. Here are all the times for the Mushroom Circuit." Is, is there <laughs> any cool um, any cool ASCII art on it? Not not in the not in the guides I've got at the moment. Uh, They're more that's modern. That's a shame. The ASCII art was, that was one of the best things about the about the old GameFAQ guides. What a hallmark of the HTML game guide, right? Uh huh. <sighs> like, who was the poor bastard who figured out that you need to dodge lightning two hundred times in a row to get the the ultimate weapon for Lulu? You know, like, ah, oh, it's it's got me. It's got me like sort of retrospectively pulling my hair out. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, as long That's as you're all. having fun. Uh, I kind of am ticking the boxes and overcoming these challenges, like knowing what it is. I'm posting it to Twitter like with like a, if you know, you know, kind of a deal and, and um, like that's that's fun seeing who is like oh yeah I love this game or I never did this or oh I know what you're up to good luck I'm so sorry like <laughs> that commiser- that commiseration is good but yeah, yeah it's um it is fun seeing more of this game than I've ever seen before right cool that's it everybody we're done we're done weird it's a weird week I'll try to play some games this week. Uh, because Jeremy's not going to have any time to do anything except uh, be a little socialite. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be fun though. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. You're going to get your uh, you're going to get the 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 press first time with your press badge. You're going to be in on the on the show floor for an hour before the public. Yep, yep. Hop in at eight. Do you know what you? Sorry, go on. I just I I get to go in at eight o'clock. Oh, at eight when the show opens at ten. Nine. Nine, all right. Okay, oh, I forgot that. I think it's I think it's nine. If if the show opens at ten, then I go in at nine. Oh, okay. You got you've got an hour. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to try and book yet? Do you know what's going to be there? No, like a, a lot of the bookings have been largely like yeah, like just come by the booth sort of thing. Like you, you can book times okay. if you want. It's not it's not as it's not quite as um uh like well like it's not strict, but it's not quite as structured um openly as it used to be um. A lot of the big players aren't there this year, so like I, I, I want to have like a quick loop around and sort of see like okay, like what is going to be like the long lines and can I, can I skip those? Basically, I don't mind waiting mm. a little bit, but like when it comes to like waiting like forty five minutes to an hour, like I don't, I don't need that. Um, um, yeah, I, do, I don't know what I'm going to see. Um, You're there for the show. Yeah, like I'm there to sort of like just stumble into things. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, you've always gotten a lot out of the indie booth too, which is yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, see how I go. Last PAX 2019, when I was there, was the first time I waited in line to play demos. Whereas previously, I was cynical and like, oh, these games are going to come out, or I'm probably not going to like it, and I never did it. And that was when I enjoyed PAX the most. Was when I waited in line to play Avengers. I waited in line to play I'm VR. I waited in line to play Final Fantasy VII. Um, a Final Fantasy VII demo you did not like. I hated that demo. Isn't I, that funny? I can't. I, I I don't know why. I didn't hate it, but I really didn't like it. Yeah. 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 Maybe I just. I and and you liked mm. Avengers. I did like Avengers. I liked Avengers about as much as I liked Avengers, though. Right. Whereas I I dis the the amount that I disliked Final Fantasy VII remake was 
completely out of proportion to the amount that I loved it when yeah. I got the game. And even when I played the free demo that came out before the game's release in like May- March that year, like I even loved that demo. I was even like, ooh, I want to go back. And it was like, it was the same gameplay from PAX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not in Japanese. I remember coming out of that Avengers demo being really unhappy. Yeah, I remember that. Like, 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 like venomous. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, because I wanted to be like really positive about it because like, I'd spoken to the PR person and I wanted to like be like, oh hey, here's us talking about your game. And but he was so upset with it that I never did that because I was you were so you were so grumpy with you the st- game. I was like, I st- can't send this. Yes, you can. What's the fucking point of that? Yeah, but like PR isn't like, you know, it's like I want do you want to be advertising or do you want to be like do you want to have your own opinions? That's a good point. And I didn't really I didn't really think it that far ahead. I was just like, oh, I, I gave someone my business card and then messaged him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should do that, Jeremy. You're going to give people your business card and message them on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Solid, yes. solid move right there. Maybe, maybe, maybe in different orders. Whoa. Hey, now. Do you want to take some of my business cards? No. <laughs> Fair enough. It goes to a website that isn't active anymore. Uh, I mean, email address. Uh, we're we're going to finish this up. We're just rambling at this point. But thank you so much for hanging out, everybody. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Deadpool 3 announcement earlier this week in the, in the post show, uh, live on Twitch. Uh, but for those of you who are listening on a podcast service of your choice, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week, don't forget... Not only are we going to be talking about all of Jeremy's PAX feelings in the main episode, but there's going to be a bonus episode in the middle there somewhere recorded at PAX. Uh, are you going to, do you want to bring, do you want to say what you reckon the topic's going to be, Jeremy? Nah, Give don't know Give people yet. a tease? I mean, I have no? an idea, but uh, let's not commit to anything in case that doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, cool. It may not happen. So you, you can find out when you see the episode. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, you can follow us on all of the social accounts for Minimap. That's at Minimap AU on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we're on Twitter individually. Uh, individually? Individually as well. Uh, Jeremy, where are you on Twitter? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jazz. I am on Twitter at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Follow me for in-progress screenshots of all of my uh, Final Fantasy X progress. Uh, for those of you listening on our podcast service, uh, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It does mean a lot to us, and consider joining us next week for the live show. For those of us here in the live show, stick around for the post-show. And uh, lastly, if you wanted to support us on Patreon to help keep the lights and mics on, uh, you could do that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau, and for five Australian dollars, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, tell us to shut the fuck up, and uh, all of that helps us out greatly. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. We'll be back next week with two episodes. Uh, but until then, uh, like I said already, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.